Warning, the following podcast may contain the following offensive words or phrases. Shit. Fuck. Cunt. Pussy. Ass Tom Brady crack ass nigga! Thank you. Welcome to the Weird Buffy Podcast. We're built for comfort and not for speed. Puppy podcast where we're built for comfort and not for speed. You will you be eating grapes in the market, you're stealing, and then you get home and you fuss out them babies talking about washing them fucking grapes, dirty bitch. Hmm. Hmm. Hey, what's up? Yo. <laughs> <laughs> I am Ilfam790, your social media choice, aka Don Anderson, a podcasting. A.K.A. Captain Bro Bano, A.K.A. Brood Island Phillips, A.K.A. Ficky the Dragon Steamboat, A.K.A. Cheeto Santana, A.K.A. Pod Champagne, God's Favorite Podcaster, A.K.A. Potty Potty Piper, I'm here to podcast, Chew Bubblegum, and I'm all out of reefer-flavored Jamaican gum. Them yeah. niggas try to sell you yeah. reefer right off the plane, and my tag team partner. It's your boy Fat Boy Diz, A.K.A. Dizzy from BMO, A.K.A. Diz DiGiorno, the most finger waviest, A.K.A. It's not DiGiorno, it's the penis, A.K.A. Johnny Cochran. If the glove don't fit, I will not hit. I'm not a normal nigga. I smoke cigars and use rubbers. And sometimes, I chew reef flavor And I And I guessed. <laughs> Comedian extraordinaire. Ty Davis, that's who I am. Ty Davis in the building. Thanks, Don't, man. Oh, don't forget my new shit. AKA. What's that? The least finger waviest. Yeah, nigga, this nigga is bald as a motherfucker. Got the so, whole Cuba Gooden Jr. head. And it's cheap. It's cheap. Aerodynamic. Nigga. But, it, man, you got to wear a hat ain't going all no, the time. You ain't going no faster. Huh? You're not going no faster. Oh, no. I, you shaved about a millisecond off your 40. Man, listen. You gotta see my 40 time in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta be bobbing and weaving. Nigga. Nah, dog. But this, yeah. listen, you know what I. Nigga, so, you know, big gang and all that bullshit, right? Like, first of all, wait a minute, my head's right now. I ain't got no beard, right? But what I do got, you feel? I ain't gonna go bald, nigga. Hmm. Yeah, bearded niggas go bald, nigga. So you, you don't have a lot of waves looking like date raping. Don't kid. Don't kid. I'm almost 40. <laughs> Fuck that. You good. You about to go bald, nigga. Wait, <laughs> 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 you gonna Yo. be 35, nigga. And nigga's like, what the fuck? <laughs> right. The stupid part is mine don't go there. What you mean? Mine's fine right here. Oh, it's starting the front. It's up the front yeah. in them corners. Yeah. Man, it's stupid. Then you, when you start balding, like it don't. The Imagine, like you would imagine it would just, it should just go. Right. No, it'd be like, I'm kind of here. Right. It'd be like, hey. Like, you on it. Like, you know, you got a firm in, 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 in high school. you like, hey. You know what I mean? Your head. And then now they'd be like, and then it's like a whisper head in the front. That's, that's not. Sad shit, nigga. Yeah. But no, yo, that's cool. Yo, fuck. Yo, I'm glad you embraced being an old nigga. Hey, oh, nigga. I've embraced being an old nigga 
for quite some time. Quite some time. Niggas you get. You can get a weave. They they doing man weaves now. Get you a unit. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not a bad thing. I got a weed. Okay. Nah, it's dope. Are you bald, though? Nah, I got hella hair. <laughs> See, that's I what I'm saying. major hang time. That's what I'm saying. Here's my question. Do you open doors for men? Nah. Exactly. Some things for women, some things for men. Nah, I mean, I think it's okay if a guy wears a weave. Now, if you do the weave beard or the fake beard. Yeah. Where does it stop? Nah, that's Where does it stop, that's though? weird. The top is weird. I, I feel like the top is weird for a dude. Because for a whole, like a, some people have like you know like you feel better. Like you, right. it could be a self esteem issue. Some people have alopecia. So if you're losing your hair due to a medical condition, mm-hmm. you don't make you feel good about yourself. If you can, you know, I don't think it's a problem. Yeah, you know what? I, if a nigga want to get a fake beard, fuck it, get a fake beard. My only concern is is like what you gonna do when it come off? Like you know what I mean? Well, I mean you got three months, right? You got the it's good like glue. the same thing. No, it's not supposed to last for months. I don't know how them niggas' heads. That should be staying up there. Nah, like see, I got on a closer right now. Like right? my glue, I gotta get my glue don't fixed. Oh, the niggas got don't that. Zoom in. <laughs> beard maintenance. Nigga. Don't zoom in. Don't zoom in. Y'all wish it was a nigga. Just Zoom in on my closure. And it be chalking microphones I'm everywhere. Fix tomorrow. I'm making it fixed tomorrow. <laughs> so go ahead. So we we have you here. Yes. Um first of all, where you from? Alright. Uh oh. So I'm originally from born and raised in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Where? But I'm an army brat, so we, okay. you know, do the hop around. Mm-hmm. But all my family, my kinfolk, are from Baltimore. So okay. when my mama retired and came back to Baltimore, I came back here. Hmm. So I've been living in Baltimore for, what, 18, 19 years now. Oh, you from Baltimore. Yeah. Okay. See, that's what people always say. They claim me now. Oh, you from here. All right. Yeah, my well. So where'd you hop around from when you were? Uh, So let me see. I was born and raised in Fayetteville, North Carolina, or Fort Bragg, the military base. And then um, I lived in Baltimore for like a couple years when my mother had to deploy. Then uh, I moved to Germany. I went to high school in Germany. Mm. Came back here to College Park. I went to college at the University of Maryland. And then I left there and went to Georgia. It's like it's a small town called Hinesville. It's like 45 minutes from Savannah. Okay. And then I left Georgia and came here to Baltimore. And Baltimore is actually the longest place that I've ever lived, period, in my whole existence. Okay. Now, would you say that, like, getting, did you get your comedic chops from, like, having, because, you know, going all them different places and is that was a way to make friends or how did, you know what I mean? How did that's, yeah, um, I think for me that's what it was. It was like a defense mechanism because when you got to pack it up and move, especially when you're kids, mm-hmm. you got to make new friends and you don't know how long you're going to be there and have those relationships. So for me, like, I would just be a social person, mm-hmm. try to meet and make the connections with people right away and, like, with being funny, you know, it was like a way to make people laugh, make people smile, makes people comfortable. Mm-hmm. So I've always been a funny person, always been a social butterfly. Like, I can't recall a moment where I was really, really shy. Okay. Right? So. And then who would you say, I, like, are your biggest, like, influences? Comedian Comedian, comedian. I'm sorry, comedian. Um, well, of course, the queens. Okay. All of the queens of comedy. Monique. Okay. Adele Givens. Laura Hayes. Some more. Mm-hmm. The uh, Robin Williams, he's a, actually a comedian and actor, um, passed away. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, 
Dave Chappelle, yeah. uh, Moms Mabley, the Goat, uh, of course Richard Pryor, Foxes, Wanda Page, um, Wanda Sykes. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, County. We, we forget uh, about Wanda. I mean, it's like it's 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 so she many. Went to a like right. it's so many people, but like definitely the queens, like just from their movements, mannerisms, Whoopi Goldberg's, like. All of them, because you figure People the first forget time. Did stand up though. People forget she was that. the first comedian that I ever like. She was the first African American female comedian I'd ever seen, and that was in the eighties on Comic Relief. Word, and, those are classic. And yeah. then the Queens, of course, on Def Comedy Jam, and it was like the first time I had seen black women on TV doing comedy and just saying whatever they wanted. I was like, right. that's so dope. But even then, comedy was the least thing on my mind. So tell us a story of your first time getting up in front of a uh, whatever crowd or group of people to do, to do some comedy. Man, um, <clears throat> so my first time that I ever did stand up, um, and you know, here's the thing, because we can like, I'm gonna talk my shit. Yeah, you talk your shit. Um, I'm doing, I'm doing pretty well in my mm-hmm. career right now, mm-hmm. and you know how people are like, people like to take credit and they want to discover or say that they discovered things. So there's a lot of people (laughs) saying, you know, oh, you know, I did this and I did that. And I'm like, okay. So the truth, the reality of the situation is I've always been a funny person. Okay. Mm -hmm. I've always been a funny person. Um, But the very first person that led me to the stage that got me on the stage and touched the mic, I was a comedian right here in Baltimore. Her stage name is comedian Chris Styles. Oh, um, yeah, her name is Crystal Tabron. She's uh, one of the hosts of What's So Funny Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And, and from the your podcast. Yep. That is correct. Is it? And so she and I used to work together and we would just cut up at work. She was just cool. People was like, that's my homie. Mm-hmm. And then one day, cut up at work and people were like, oh, y'all so funny. You should take this act on the road. And so we're like, yeah, we're going to go do stand up, whatever, whatever. Well, I ended up leaving that job. I quit before I got fired. I knew I was about to get fired. <laughs> and, um, but she still worked at that job. So what happened was she ends up going and does a show somewhere. And her people recorded it and uploaded it to social media. And I saw it and I was like, oh my God, that's so dope. Mm. You went out and did your thing, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, yep, now it's your turn. Mm. And I was like, what? I said, you know, I thought we was just, you know, we was just talking about this. Mm. I thought we was just playing with it. So she was like, all right, cool. You know what, I'm gonna get you in touch with this guy, did some shows with him, whatever, and boom. So she gets me in touch with a guy. That guy turns out to be Howard G. Kiss my bumper, right? Word, okay, okay. And, um, you know, we talk on the phone, we meet up. He's like, oh, I like your energy, I like your charisma, blah, blah, blah. He's like, all right, cool. I got this show coming up. Here's these tickets. You sell these tickets, you can get some time on the show. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, cool. So I sold all the tickets. I had 20 tickets, sold all the tickets to whatever was my friends. And I'm telling them, all right, I'm finally going to do stand-up. Finally yeah. going to do stand-up. Everybody, you going to come see them do stand-up. Mm-hmm. And I was told to be there at 7.30. Oh. Show starts at 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. I'm there at 7.15 because right. I was super excited and I want to be professional. I want to be on time. He's like, all right, you are eighth in the lineup. Okay. All right. So seven people going before you. I'm like, all right, cool, cool, no problem. Right. I watched 11 people go in front of me. By the time it's time for me to take stage, it's 11:30 at night. Mm-hmm. At the time, I had carpal tunnel, so I had a brace on me. I didn't wear glasses yet, but my vision wasn't exactly great. But I was right. just ignoring it. I was not trying to accept that I needed glasses. Mm-hmm. And so I had kind of prepared something. I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna talk about this, you know, whatever. But by the time 11.30 came, I was so tired. 
I was in so much pain. I was so pissed off. And when I went on stage, he said my name wrong because at the time I was going by my government name. I had a stage name. So I was going by my government name, which is Tiana. Okay. So, but he said my name wrong. So I'm like, I've been here for four motherfucking hours. And now you come on stage and I'm in pain and you're going to say my name wrong? Right. So I went on stage and I just abandoned everything that I said I was going to do. Right. I just started talking about all of the shit that was going on. I was like, yo, I'm mad. Like, these niggas told me to be here at 730 and Tell the story. And then I'm like, man, I just had to move back home. I lost my man and lost my house, lost my car. And, like, I'm telling them, like, all this shit. And when I tell you, the crowd was cracking up. And I was like, y'all niggas ain't shit. Like, why y'all laughing at this? Right. Like, this is painful. You know, whatever. And I think my first set, it's on YouTube. I think it's on YouTube. It's like six... Six and a half, seven minutes long. Oh my god, this was uh, almost five years ago. Word, okay. And um, but it felt good. Word. Um, it was therapeutic, and then I was like, oh, this is crazy. Like it was, and it was a crowd full of people sold out. It was amazing. You have a bomb though. What? <laughs> Listen, I'm not one of them comedians that does that. I have died a thousand deaths. Mm. Mm. One thousand deaths, uh, or comedy lingo. I done ate a dick on stage. I done died on stage. I done bombed, bombs <laughs> over Baghdad, crash and burn. I have bombed too many times to count. Share story. Shit. <laughs> I've never been booed. Never. Okay. Okay. Never been booed, and not gonna work because that can happen at any given time. But I've mm. never been booed. But one of my worst bombing experiences. I remember this. I was doing a. I was doing an open mic. At uh, what's so funny when it was at St. Mary's on 25th Street. Okay, okay. Shout, and, shout out to Courtney. Shout out to her. And I was just up there, uh, you know, just saying shit. Like, because, you know, when I started seeing up, I had no idea what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about the set or whatever. I was just up there just talking, and it was crickets. Word. So it was no laughter. Mm-hmm. And it was just niggas looking, and I'm like, all right, ain't none of the shit I'm saying is funny. Right. But I, I didn't develop jokes or whatever. That was one experience where it was just like, well, I said I need to go back to the drawing board and either not say any of that shit that I said, or right. I need to find a way to make what I said funny. But I've I've, I've died a thousand times, and I shout out to the people who've never bombed. But if you've never bombed as a comedian, like I, I can't. I, I don't know. I just I just feel like that's. I don't trust it. I bomb on the show all the time, I understand. <laughs> Real shit. Real shit. Eyes get big. What? Uh-huh. What I do? <laughs> you mean the energy's gone now? So, yeah. So, what's that like? Like So, in that bombing, of course, that's where hecklers are born. Well. How do you deal with that, nigga? Very, like, with hecklers, uh, I'll tell you, with, like, I'm an aggressive type A, you know, personality. Mm-hmm. And I don't like nobody to play in my face. So usually what I try to do is, when someone tries me, I try to warn them. You sure this is what you want to do? Mm. <laughs> this ain't what you want. You know what I mean? I try to help you because I'm not the one. I've been heckled before. The very first time I was ever heckled was by another comedian. Mm. And I burned his ass up. <laughs> this and, is he, I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Burned him up. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, fuck Um, But let's just say he... <laughs> He was a known name, had mm. lots of followers. I think he might still have a lot of followers, but I don't think he knew better. Okay. So, but in but you know what? It was Larry. You, you gotta learn. learn. Nah, Larry. Larry. Larry <laughs> <laughs> no, terrible nah, nigga. Larry's my guy. Nah, he good people. But you know, like I don't think that this guy knew any better. One, because he was young. 
he was a young comic in the game. Okay. And I don't think he knew any better. So he, he was heckling me. And I'm like, oh, first of all, like, as comedians, like, a fraternity, it's like, sort of like, we're brothers and sisters. So there's certain stuff that we know that we don't like, we don't tolerate. Mm-hmm. And you, you, you just don't do that. So I burned his ass up. You got this work. Mm-hmm. You know who you are. He got this work. And then after the show was over, I pulled him up. I said, hey, don't ever do that again. Right. You never do that to your fellow comedian. He was, oh, I didn't know. I know you didn't know. That's why I'm telling you. Because you're lucky that this happened with me. If it would have happened with someone else, mm-hmm. it could have went, you know, different. We cut, she going to tell us who it was when we cut nah, it off. No, I'm not going to do that. Mm-mm. When we cut it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> secret, secret safe. No, nah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, 100% win. I'm not telling you. Get that. Um, <laughs> so, what's... um. How 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 do you get from local um, local stages to national TV? Mm. Whew. So I'm gonna start with that. You know, for me, like when I first yeah. started doing stand up, yeah. it wasn't I want to make a career out of this. It was just okay. Me and the homie said we were gonna do it. Right. I did it. And I, I enjoyed it. And I was like, you know what? It was therapeutic. It was a nice release. It gave me some juice. So I said, you know, let me find the comedy scene. So I would hang out and go to different open mics and I would meet other comics. But I was so, it, so it, was, it started as a hobby for me. Mm-hmm. So I just enjoyed doing it, enjoyed being on stage. And then I was like, you know what? Let me start to, to really learn about my craft and what I'm doing. So I would start to study. I would, you know, I, I'm an avid reader. So I would get self-help books and, mm-hmm. you know, how to write jokes and this and that. And not realizing that some of the stuff I was already doing was, you know, helping me to become a better comedian. Mm-hmm. So once I started to make my name here at home and people start booking you and doing your shows, then it's like, okay, now you got to go out of town. Right. So like I would do stuff like go to D.C., go to the open mics in D.C. Right. Or if I had some friends that were already, you know, veterans or OGs in the game, if they was going somewhere or traveling, I would roll with them. Right. And they would say, hey, you know, I brought my peoples with me. Can they get five minutes? So it would be something like that. So basically like you do this three to five minutes so they can see you mm-hmm. and then maybe they'll bring you back. So, you know, just traveling, networking and, and doing it that way. And then the next thing you know, people start to call you. Hey, I saw you at such and such or I met you at the such and such. Right. You know, can you come and do this? And like, I did that. Like, I would go to D.C. I would go to Virginia. I would go to Philly, you know, and just be like, oh, let me, you know. And next thing I know, they're holding auditions for uh, audition showcase for Heart of the City. Word. And um, I was invited to do the showcase, mm-hmm. and along with 20, 28 or 29 other comedians from Baltimore, and the showcase was over two nights. It was like 14 on one night, 15 on the other, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And we Where all Where was did, this at? Was this in Baltimore? It was at the Motor House in Baltimore, Where? North Avenue. Okay. So it was over two nights. It was a Wednesday and a Thursday last year mm-hmm. in April. Okay. And we all got five minutes. They recorded it and they sent it off to Heartbeat Productions, Kevin Hart, Joey Wells, Harry Ratchford. They looked at it. They made their decisions. And they did that for seven other cities. Mm-hmm. And then we just waited for the calls. Word. That and I got the call and I was like, turn up. About to be on TV on these bitches. I right. was real excited. And, and, and the shit is funny. <laughs> the shit is funny. <laughs> so you always, every time I've seen you, and I've seen you quite a few times, mm-hmm. the cool with that. Mm-hmm. Are you really a cougar? That's some joke shit. All right, so here's the thing, okay? Because I feel like y'all in my fucking business. Yeah, real um, shit. No, that 
That's the crazy thing. When I first started doing stand-up, right. I was just talking about whatever. Whatever was trending that week, whatever was happening. And one night I went to an open mic. Mm. And I started to talk about a relationship that I had with a man that was younger than me. Right. And I think he was... Oh, my God. How old is he? He was... I think he was like seven... Maybe seven or eight years younger than oh, me. Oh, 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 okay. Not seven years old. I was going to say 17. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, 17. Chill. He was a grown up man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think he was like, when I first met him, he was like 23. But when okay. we started to be a thing, he was like 25. But I was at that open mic and I was talking about the experience mm-hmm. of dating the younger man Word. and it was the very first time i have ever ran that material and people would, when i they were dying laughing it was like at this spot i think it used to be called the haven uh over there by morgan yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. um yes yeah, so it was over there um i think uh cool and uh cool used to have cool sundays or something like there and some other people had it. like they changed the name you know how mm-hmm. they changed the name and shit all the time mm-hmm. So, but it just, it hit like they was loving it. And I was like, I don't know what I just did, but I need to stay in this pocket right, right here. Right. So what happened is as I'm trying to develop a set, I realized that that material, that, that five minutes that I did, they liked it. So I started to build on that. So I started to talk about my experiences from dating that younger man right. and then how younger men approach me and just the differences for me, because I used to, as a preference, date older men. Always dated older men, and then went to a drastic change and just started dating it, because I would never date a younger man before. Before, I was like, uh, right. get out of here, little boy. And, right, right, right. And that's like the psychology of what a cougar goes through. No, you're a child, you're a baby, no, I'm not doing it. Right. And then one day, I was like, let me see what this little boy talking about. <laughs> right. And I let the little boy take me out, and I had fun. Right. Let me tell you something. That young man, I'm not going to say his name. Cause you're not about to get famous off me, um, but he was Ralph. the first guy. <laughs> he was the first guy to ever introduce me to Meek Mill's music. Word. His name is a something Tay, like something Deontay. Nah, it's not that. Nah, it's not a Daquan, Deshaun. It's not none of that. Like, you would never guess it. And I'm not gonna say his name. Like I used to say his name in my set uh, years Ralph. years ago. But I'm not doing it anymore. Um, cause niggas is not about to get famous off some shit I said about them. Right, right, and right. you're also not about to sue me off some shit that I said about you. So right. it's all speculation. But, um, you know, that, that young man introduced me to me. I remember the first time, like I'm going out on a date with him and my girlfriend, I was like, what am I supposed to do with 25 year old? Like, what, what are right. you talking about? Like, mm-hmm. what is, she was like, just have fun and whatever. So I remember when we went out on a date, he said, you look like a bag of money. And I was like, what? Like I was offended. I was like, first of all, uh. I don't, that shit. But I'm I'm an older woman, so in okay. my mind I'm thinking a bag of money is like the round bag <laughs> with the fucking with the dollar sign with the with the with the gold on you know what I mean? And I'm like, I don't look like that. And he was like, Nah, it's a good thing you look right. good. And I was like, You're desirable. Oh. Like I was like, All right, thank you. And then the young man he was, was giving you bars. Like, right. He was playing like a mixtape or something. I was like, Oh, this is cool. Who's that? And he was like, Meek. He said Meek Mill. And for years, I called him Meek Mills. Oh, we, I still do. Oh, yeah. Because it was like S. Owens Mills. Yeah. yeah. John Johns. Okay, so I put an S one. So yeah. that was the very first time I ever heard Meek Mills. So when he told me I look like a bag of money, and then he plays bag of money, and I'm like, oh, okay, I know that guy. That's Rick Ross. And oh, okay, I know. So it was like, it was just fun. It was like, oh, shit, I'm learning about young nigga shit. This is fun. Yeah. Okay, I can connect with the youth. And my daughter was probably, I don't know, like 10, 8. 
eight to ten years younger than him. So I'm like, mm, yeah, I'm cool. Right, right. I know uh, Rick Ross, you know, and so <laughs> I was. But so the answer to the question is, I do date younger men. That is the real thing. I did young. How'd you start the radio show? Um, the stand-up comedy filtered me into everything. Okay. Um, so I was um, just hanging around at a comedy show mm-hmm. and at Arena Players. Uh, it was uh, Cleon. 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 Cleon used to do the Monday Cleon. nights. Mm-hmm. And um, he, like he cut my hair before. That was crazy. I was like, that's the nigga that cut my hair. I remember him. Focus, nigga. We talk my bad, about my me. Bad, my bad, my bad. Focus, so, nigga. We talk about me. <laughs> might be the name of the episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Focus, nigga. We talking about me. So, but we was at our, uh, Arena Players, and um, I had saw this guy, right? Mm-hmm. And I knew who he was. So the guy's like, "Ain't you a comedian?" And I was like, "Yeah." He was like, "When are you going on stage?" And I was like, "I don't know." You know what I mean? I had never done. The arena play. I had never done Cleon's show at the time. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know. Now, that guy was DJing the show, and that was Jay Claxton from 92Q. Okay. And uh, he has a show on DTLR, and Cleon was on the show on DTLR, and uh, Ray Diva, you know Ray Diva, comedian, female comedian. I'm, like, I'm proud of him. So, she was on, so they were all on the show, whatever. And one night I had a show with Ray Diva, and I went to the studio and waited for them mm-hmm. to be done so we can go to the show. And then, like, maybe a few days later, me and Cleon were supposed to shoot to D.C. because we was going to do a show. Okay. And it was the same situation I'm writing in there. And then Jay was like, why are you sitting, why are you sitting in the, you know, the green room by yourself? Come in, you know, the studio. So I just go in and I'm just looking around and I'm like, oh, what's that shit? What does it do? Okay, microphone. I'm just, I'm just looking. And then I don't even know what the topic was. But whatever the topic were that they were discussing, he was like, Ty, what you think? Shoves the mic in my face. And I'm like... Well, this is what I think. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was just like we just had a dialogue going on for us, and it was cool. And then um, I think maybe a week or so later, I was like, hey, you know, I'm off today. What y'all doing? You know, I was going to come through and fuck with y'all. Mm-hmm. And I did that. And then some time went by, and Jay called me and was like, hey, you know, you ain't been to the studio in a while. Where you right. been at? And mm-hmm. I was like, uh, nigga, I don't work there. What are we right, talking exactly. about? You know what I mean? I was just hanging out. Like, and he was like, nah, you know, come. I'm like, all right, cool. So I would go, and at that time I was still working full time. So okay. I would go there when I got off work and just hang out on the show. And then I would just do research and look at different topics and what people were trending and talking about. And then next thing you know, I am a co-host on his show on DTLR Radio. Word. And I did that for, let me see, from April 2016, a little over a year. And the opportunity opened up for the midday show, and I threw my hat in the ring. I was like, "Hey, what's up, niggas? Uh, I don't know what y'all are gonna do with this, but I'm interested." And you know what's crazy though? Like everything I see, it seems like it's been a lot of love. You know what I'm saying? Like it's been like you know, Chris Styles and then mm-hmm. Jay, and then mm-hmm. but now let's talk about the, the CD second. I see you guys seen them lives. Mm-hmm. What's what? So like, tell us about some of the hate and shit that be going on. I mean, I think it's just normal mm-hmm. hate, you know what I mean? And the thing about the hate is, what I what I found is, is the hate sometimes don't really have anything to do with me. Mm-hmm. It could be the insecurities of that person. And I can understand how it might be difficult to see me so young in my career for someone who's been at it 15, that's how they're doing Tiffany years. Shit, yeah. But Tiffany Haddish ain't new. And that's, a, that's the mm-hmm. thing about stand-up comedy or any... Um, thing in general, which I'm going to talk about it on my own goddamn podcast. And, like, we tell people stuff about my own podcast. Uh, <laughs> we the first guest, nigga. Fuck that. I mean, that's what my second Fight episode is going to be about. Oh, you already? Oh, you been recording? Yeah, I started last week. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, so. Oh, well, congratulations. Congratulations. I appreciate that. Okay, sure. it's called Lost and Found. 
And it's on Anchor, Apple, Google, Podcasts, uh, Pocket Cast, and Breaker. Yeah, it's on four different streaming platforms. That's so what's, Five, right? what's the what's the format? Um, well, I kind of run it like my radio show. So the first episode I did on Sunday of last Sunday of this week. Yes. Yeah, so August 11th is when it came out. That's my birthday. Happy birthday oh. to me. Happy birthday. Leo sees right. toes. Um, but the first episode was 15 minutes, and I wanted it to just be, hey, this is what I'm doing. This mm. is what you can expect. Word. So I didn't do any segment breaks. I didn't do any, like, insert of music, any audio files or anything like that. So I've been producing um, my next podcast episode, which I will do on, well, which I will publish on Sunday. And Word. this one's going to be a little more structured in the format. It's an intro. It's going to be different segment breaks. They're going to have titles and all of this stuff. So I'm excited about it. That's what's up. But, you know, but the hate, you know, the haters, sometimes people just, they're mad that they're not they're succeeding the spot, and they're right. not getting what they're getting. And my whole thing is, don't look at me. Right. Don't look at me. Like, I see tons of people getting stuff. And every now and then, I fall into it. I'll be like, oh, that nigga ain't even funny. Why do they have And Then I'll be like, mm-mm. You know well, what? That goes on a focus. lot with comics, no matter how but, successful But I'll be like, focus. Been. Don't pay attention. Because like, you like, never know what somebody's you know, journey is, you know, what they've been through. You never know what someone's walk of humility has to be. So I stopped focusing on what somebody else is getting. And I was like, you know, like now there have been times where I will see somebody that has something. I'll be like, yo, that's dope as shit. I want to do that. And then I will do the work so that I can put myself in a position to do that too, but not hate on them for having that. I just Mm got to work harder, grind faster, be smarter. That's what I have to do. So, but yeah, you know, people are hating this motherfucker that's gonna watch this. But I hate this bitch. I don't care. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna lose any sleep tonight. I'm gonna sleep well. Hey, what's up? So, you know, but it comes with the territory. With anything, people gonna hate on you. They not gonna like you. No bullshit, man. I don't care. So, what kind of stuff are you talking about on your podcast? Everything. Um, it's a completely different format from the radio show. So, the radio show, of course, has music. So, it's more music than talk. Um, on radio, you know, it's a grandma-friendly audience because it also broadcasts in the stores. So sometimes there can be kids in there, you know, to your grandma in the store. So the content is grandma-friendly. There's no profanity. It's clean music. Um, and on radio, I'll talk about whatever's trending. So like the Jay-Z thing, everyone's talking about that. Um, everyone's talking about the Meek Mill. Meek Mill documentary that's on Amazon Prime Videos. Everybody's talking about that. So those are the segment breaks that I ran today. And then the whole Cardi B, you know, Joe Button, you know, the Nicki Minaj thing, um, that beef. So I talk about everything, pop culture, music, fashion, whatever we're talking about. But my episode on Sunday is going to be titled The Grind. Okay. Mm. And it's about just this, the grind. Like Mm -hmm. people see some of your favorite rappers, some of your favorite singers, actors, they didn't, they didn't wake up, boom, a millionaire and a star. You know Most what I mean? of them did. So it's like Drake started on a show on Nickelodeon or Disney, I think it was, playing a kid in a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. He was acting, and really what he wanted to do was make music. Right. And, you know, all of those people. So the episode is titled The Grind because now I'm in a space in my career where, like, a lot of the newer comics will ask me questions like, do you have any advice? And I'm like, I need to find a way to centralize a location for where people can go and get it like mm. and i don't like my time to be wasted so sometimes i feel like people just ask you a question because they don't really want to know any advice or how you made it they want you to tell them exactly what they can do people so they want a magic have, pill yeah you want a shortcut yeah, right mm-hmm. right so 
I studied, I worked hard for this, and I still have a long way to go. Right. Like, I still have a lot of work to do. Mm. But the episode is just going to be about my journey through the entertainment industry, what's trending and going on, but it's uncensored, uncut, unfiltered. I say what the fuck I want, and I ain't got to worry about somebody running in this fucking studio like, oh my God, you can't say that. What? <laughs> I didn't say I said Cut ass. Mike. Cut on mic. <laughs> I said ass. No, I press the buttons on my own mic. I said ass. You can't say ass? Oh, I ain't know. All right, sorry. <laughs> well, shit. Since we touched ass. on it, that was gonna be sports in the buff, but fuck it. What can I say, ass? No. Oh, no. You, can say, you can say lick, ass, dick, cunt, pussy, shit, fuck. I don't want to say any of those words. That's a lie. I've Thank you. I've seen your set. <laughs> so we do a segment called Sports in the Buff. Okay. There's on sports, aka the not so skinny on sports, stripping okay. down version of our normal sports segment. Um, NFL is back. Ed Reed's in the Hall of Fame, best safety ever. That's pretty dope. Best free safety ever. So. Rock Nation partners with the NFL. Mm-hmm. This is everywhere. Mm-hmm. You, you got motherfuckers loving that Jay Z mm-hmm. is part of this deal. Mm-hmm. You got motherfuckers that hate it. Mm-hmm. What y'all thoughts on that shit, man? So what exactly is it? That's the first thing niggas need to know. All niggas see is a headline with Jay. They see Roger Goodell. They see Roger the Dodger sitting there next to each other. But what is the official title? Of, of, of Rock Nation. Rock- so Rock Nation is going to be in charge of booking the live entertainment mm-hmm. uh, for you know the Super Bowl for for those major events, and mm-hmm. then also the social justice initiatives, things that they think that they can do better to help make the NFL more culturally aware, right. culturally sensitive, diversified. Okay, because that's the thing. Because apparently we need to tell grownups how they should treat humans. And football games is when we should. Yeah. Play. So, um, but yeah, it's the same thing with anything. Half of the people hate it, half of the people love it. So the people that hate it, it's because not too long ago, Jay-Z was, oh no, right. I don't fuck with the NFL. I'm not doing nothing with them. He even says it in the song, Ape Shit, with him mm-hmm. and Beyonce. Mm-hmm. I said no to the Super Bowl. I, I don't need you. You need me. Right. And then it was, oh, I stand with Colin Kaepernick, and right. he took a knee, and I'm with him. And then it was, hey, what's up? Uh, we're cool now. Even though Colin Kaepernick will never work in the NFL again. And then he convinced or he suggested that some artists not perform at the Super Bowl halftime mm-hmm, show. Mm-hmm. Now, he defended that by saying, um, I didn't say he shouldn't do it. I was just saying that, oh, you had a hit record. You had a really good year. And you shouldn't play second fiddle for Maroon Scott. 5. Jay-Z has been in the game long enough to know that Maroon 5 is a huge deal. Right. Huge deal in the mainstream pop culture. Shout out to Adam Levine. In my mind, we go together sometimes. So Ew. no, he's had it's too many caveats. Yeah, too I don't care. Caveats. I don't discriminate. White, black, <laughs> whatever. I'm with the shit. So I can smell the I think now. half of the people were like, "Yo, you, you like a couple years ago, you were saying you was this way and you were that way." Here's another thing. I'm playing devil's advocate. You are entitled to change your mind. You are entitled to True. change your opinion. You could also very well be saying, hey, you know, we got a problem with this and I can't fix it from the outside. Hmm. Let me fix it from the inside. So it could be the same reason that a kid that grew up in a shitty neighborhood, getting the shit beat out of him by the police, mm-hmm. you know, seeing all kinds of stuff being done by bad cops. And then he grows up and joins the police force and his friends are like, yo, what the fuck? You saw what the cops did to us when we were kids. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, I'm trying to change it from within. So it could be looked at as that, or it could be Jay-Z saying, listen, um, I got a gajillion dollars and I'm trying to get multi-gajillion dollars. G- all that shit that's what about. I think it is. So it could be a number of things. Yeah, for me, it, look at Jay-Z's history. Everything's a money grab. 
owner of the of the Nets, right? But, but then we find out this it's like less than a percent, right? You got all them people out of their houses with their eminent domain, and you basically started Gen- Brooklyn Gentrified. Yeah, he helped with the gentrification. You, you helped gentrify Brooklyn. You you the Barney shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, we gonna take over Barney's. No Doesn't matter. Barney's gonna bankrupt. Mm-hmm. Won't he do it? Well, yeah, but then, thank you, Lord. But guess what he did? He put his shit in Barney's. You know what I'm saying? Like like Jay Z, everything Jay Z does. If you're looking at Jay Z to be this leader or to be Malcolm, you know, Martin, he not that. He's a nigga with money and he does some philanthropic shit. I'm with that. But Jay Z ain't who we should look to as the paragon of activism. I mean, it may not be who we should look to, but the reality is, is that is who a lot of the masses do look to. I think he's put those pants on quite a few so, times in the last couple know. of years. No, no, no. He. he Donald Sterling has won that fucking NAACP award too. So you know what I'm saying? Like, crack is saying is though racist motherfuckers give money. You know what I'm saying? Like that's I, I don't look at Jay Z's act. Jay Z to me is a billionaire. He just he just a but, billionaire but Jay with has skin. Jay has persona wise over the last two years or, or so. Once he did um four 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 and and the things he's done in between. Um, the way he, he uh, released 444 and he had those uh, videos where it was just a bunch of black men in the room talking about their feelings and mm-hmm. he has been putting on them activist pants like nigga this is what your 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 old man act as 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 a rapper if that's who you're gonna be that's who you're gonna be my thing is the one thing I've always looked at Jay is and 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 even Jay's definitely not my favorite rapper. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always said Jay's probably been the most successful rapper as far as being on purpose. Like, everything he's wanted to do, he's done it, right? Mm-hmm. But he's also been a chess player his entire career, yeah. right? So, when we see him make a move like this, why all of a sudden would the masses believe he started playing checkers today? Nigga, this is not... A, this shit is, it was never about... Black people. It was never about Colin Kaepernick. It was always about Jay-Z advancing Jay-Z. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, there's going to be some... Trump has given money to black causes. And we know for... Fuck Donald Trump. We know these niggas are cracking races, right? Him and Hulk Hogan. We know... You know what I'm saying? But they, but for Papa John probably didn't gave money. I'm talking Papa John Schmatter. I ain't talking about the company. They probably, he probably gave some money to some niggas before. They don't like niggas. So what I'm saying is that... People do things to advance themselves, and I just did, this is just another example. Jay Z advancing. So I don't have no problem. Jay Z is the best rapper alive ever. That's my opinion. Jay Z is a business man, not a you know, I'm a businessman, not a businessman. You feel me? Like Jay Z is, is the truth. But I'm not gonna look to Jay Z for my social justice. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going. There's people. There's other people out here that do it that are better examples and, and, and that are more active and, and really have black people in mind over Jay-Z. But see, a person is smart. A person is aware. A person is intelligent. Mm -hmm. People are fucking stupid. That's a fact. So, you know what I mean? So, while you have that sense of, you know, consciousness to discern what you want to look at and what you want to be influenced by, Mm -hmm. there are people that says, oh, Jay-Z said we fuck with the NFL now? All right, cool, we fuck with the NFL. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's why people are called influencers now because they have influence. I have influence. I have a small following, but I have an influence Word. over the people who listen to me, who like me and, you know, who fuck with me. Like if I say some, like, and I've said some shit and done some shit that came back and has bitten me in the ass. And 
when you are a public figure, when you are out there, no matter how big or small your platform are, you have a responsibility to the people that fuck with you. Right. So that is why sometimes I have to play chess with some of the stuff that I do. I have to do shows with people I don't fucking like, mm -hmm. you know, people I want to punch in the face. Who? But, no, nah, we're not doing that. Oh, right. with you. Oh, I'm, you got to reach for it. You got to no, I mean, do, do it. I'm See, I'm a grown-up. Yeah, no doubt. I'm, I'm immature. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm I, sorry. I, I mean, I'm immature as well. But yeah, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to fuck my career up, bro. Uh, they know who they are. My but, you know what I mean? Like, that's the point. Like, it's a, it's a, it's about, you know, making decisions, making choices. Like, I might not like you. I might not fuck with you. I might not want to rock with nothing that you got going on. Mm -hmm. But if we are booked on the same show, on the same lineup, I'm going to show up. Do my time, be funny, shake hands, kiss babies, and then I'm out. I right. don't have to ride home with you. I don't have to get my nails done. We don't have to kick it. I don't care about your kids, your family. I don't give a fuck about none of that. It's a business. So this could be one of several things. This could be, look, I don't give a fuck about these NFL niggas. I don't like the way they treat us, but I'm going to get this motherfucking bag, and then I'm going to do right. this. Or it could be, I really want to get inside the system and try to fix it from within. It could be a number of things. What it won't be is something that's going to keep me the fuck up at night. I don't okay. give a fuck. Yo, shout out to Kill who's been on our show, mm -hmm. um, went to Polly with us and shit. It's cause I wanted to make sure I gave him his proper. Akil what? Damn, I gotta think of his last name. He um, went to Polly, graduated in. Uh, oh, he went to Polly. Yeah, probably yeah. Akil. You know that nigga. No, I, I, I didn't go to school in Baltimore. No, I, I know a, a guy named Akil, and I thought. So, so but he was, but he was yeah. on our show. If you remember? Um, so, like, he this is his story. Can we name one person who changed something from who who if like who's the real spook beside the door? Who went in, joined a elitist class, and changed something for us? Can you name one motherfucking nigga like that? You can name a lot of people. That. They can't. Name one. That have changed. Do you mean that has changed? Uh, it changed, changed some shit. You know how people say changed it from the inside. Like who who's done that for us? Well, so for I black people, because yeah. I mean, I, I I don't know if I can name somebody. I can't name somebody black, but I can name an example of it happening. Okay. Um. So it's, life is wrestling. Um. Is a nigga named CM Punk who. Went in wrestling and cried about everything that went on. He said, "Like uh, wrestling should be indie, it should be this." And at the end of his contract, the nigga just stopped going off the script. Okay. And started doing what they call shooting, just telling uh, the truth and whatnot, right? Word. And they cut his mic one night, and, and he went out that way though. Like, like I'm just gonna shoot as, as long as my contract goes. I'm gonna say what I want to say. After he left, he did a podcast. And spilled all the beans on everything he was angry about, and talked about everything that was wrong. And what happened after he left? Mm -hmm. There were weeks where people were still chanting his name, and wrestling was forced to kind of change well, what they was doing. I kind of meant like social justice and like black rights. But like what that. what I'm saying is, what happened is there were issues with like wrestlers. Um, Healthcare and, and and trouble like the way they were treated, mm -hmm. and when he left and the things he changed because he was there and because he left with the way he did, niggas they were forced to change because of what he did and what he did after he left. Right. So he uh, changed it from within. I, I guess what I meant was like black, like a black. I don't person. know. <laughs> you know like, I can't think of an example off the top of my head because I don't care. Right. I'm just saying, like, like everybody says you gotta change it from within, but ain't no nigga ever I mean, went to a could. police station and I mean a police department and changed. You could, like, they still killing niggas. Listen, everybody had like everybody. This is what I believe. Everybody has something in them that is uniquely 
gifted upon them, right? Everyone has a purpose. Everyone, there's all a piece to everything that's happening. And whatever change, it's the ripple effects of what it is that you do. Mm -hmm. So maybe Jay-Z feels like, you know, this is something that's going to help. Maybe he don't give a fuck. Who knows? Mm -hmm. We'll never really know. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, for me, there's things that I want to see a change in, like in comedy. There are things that I want to see a change in. Word. Like the whole shit with women aren't funny. Women that are pretty aren't funny. Only ugly women are funny. Like, I'm telling you, this is the thing. Really? And if you look at the dynamics of most comedy shows, it either has one woman or no women, period. <laughs> so if there's a show that just had all men on the lineup, it's just called a comedy show. But if there's a lineup that has all women on it, uh -huh. it's typically called all female comedy show it's like that's a novelty no mm. i know a lot of female comics that are run circles around niggas mm. that's something that i want to change so instead of me complaining crying like you i don't like how they treat women comics nah i just dust niggas off really? when i go on stage yeah. you know what i think that like my mother loves some more but i don't i'm not a big some more fan because i don't i can't relate to her subject matter okay. now that she's not funny but i just don't relate she to her like she's in the there. one true chandelier she's in there cracking on I'm like mm, that was funny but I mean but comedy is subjective yeah like I can't relate to all these white comics out here <laughs> I, I like some white comics but some of them like who name there. one white comic you like that I, oh, I can't think of his name he came to Baltimore and he stood like this he said your city smells like piss and then from that point on my, I like Robin, Robin Williams I like uh, George Carlin probably okay. one of the top top ten um not, I'm not a Seinfeld fan. Can't let me see. Uh, <gasps> no. I like the show, but <laughs> Seinfeld's stand-up was mm, it's cool. What is your problem? I mean, I'm just the only because the only reason I, I asked that is because you know comedy is subjective. Like there are people that you know, like I'll hear people say, "Yo, that motherfucker funny and shit," and I'll be like, "Really? Mm -hmm. Hey, if that's what you're into." I'm saying I don't. I, <laughs> you know what I, mean? I don't like, really fuck with white comics like that. You know right. what I'm saying? But I used to like Dane, whatever his name, Dane Cook. Cook. But he got he got like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's. It's, it's only certain ones I like, but I can, I can relate to Kevin Hart when he tells stories about his father and mm -hmm. shit. I can relate to uh, your comedy with the cool good shit because... Because you hit young men too. I <laughs> was going home. Boy, bitch. Scallywag. <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? But like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, I can relate to black comics, but that was funny. That Fuck was funny. <laughs> <laughs> That was no 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 that was that was funny. Ooh, that was a good one. No, that was a good. Shout one. out to you. Yeah, that was good. That bitch can't do nothing else. But basically, <laughs> uh, to, to get back on track, there are things that I want to see change within mm. the entertainment, within the comedy space for Black women, for comics in general, and I can't do shit about that outside complaining. But I can word, do word, it when word. I'm inside. You know what I mean? Like the whole Me Too thing. Mm. That's a thing. And it mm. has been a thing for a long time. And mm. it's happened to me more than once by countless So a motherfucker, a Louis, a nigga Louis C.K. you like, come in. Like, hey, yo. No, no one's Louis saying, come on, me. <laughs> I said, come, come on, somebody? Yes. Wait a minute, I said, pull his dick out. I thought yeah, he pull his dick out. But I mean, like, when I say that, like, the Me Too movement is not just about that. It could be sexual harassment. Right, it could be right, comments. Right. You know, there have been times where I've been booked on shows. I show up to the show. And because my name is Ty Davis... Maybe they've never met me before. They well, automatically assume that I'm a dude. Tyrone Davis. And then when they see me, right. Tyhoon. And then when they see me, it's like, oh, you're a singer? No, motherfucker, I tell jokes. Right. I tell jokes too. Right. You know what I mean? So there's already 
a, a level of inherited disrespect when it comes to a woman, when it comes to a black woman comic. Right. So, but that's a thing. There used to be a time back in the day where a dude in the office could smack a chick on the ass and say, have a good day, sweetheart. You can't do that now. Like I Now it's causing people to be accountable for their actions. Right. But it took for somebody to get inside the system to talk their shit and to tell their stories. So, I mean... You know, it kind of goes back to the Jay-Z shit. Maybe he feels like he's going to fix some shit. Maybe nah, Jay-Z's trying to make some money. I want to make some money. I guess what? Money I don't shit. hate Jay-Z for that, but Jay-Z's trying to make some money. Hey, I don't give a fuck. Guess what? I'm not going to get none of Jay-Z's. Nope. It's kinda, and it's, I still watch football. It's, it's kind of, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm a Ravens fan. It's, you have the niggas who didn't watch that are mad at Jay. Um, who, who is that? that that's, oh, I was just being nosy looking like that's, that's, that's John. Cuz, what's up, yeah, Cuz? Focus, bro. What yeah. you saying? So. Because <laughs> I got to go. Because <laughs> I got a little young tender. Whoa. Yeah. She got to move. Got a tender. She got to move. I get it. I got a cub waiting on me. Wait a minute. <laughs> the cub. Oh, cool cub. Oh, oh, yeah, oh. Yeah. oh. Yeah. I couldn't bring him up. This is business. Mama's working. Simba. Yeah, Simba. That's what I'm going to <laughs> Jeez. I have no idea what I was going to say. At this point. I don't know. So no right. idea at all. <laughs> my bad. My bad. We got distracted. I'm sorry. My bad. No, but but that's it's you have you had you got the niggas that didn't watch mm-hmm. who I like. Nah, you can't watch. Now you can't work with them. And you got the niggas that watch. It's so many. The, the, them niggas like for the most part, I don't care. Mm-hmm. And then it was, it's everybody cares too much, and it's way early to like react. Well, I didn't boycott the NFL. I I, I, I didn't watch football. last season. I watched. I didn't watch last season. Um, based and I'm on. And okay with not being one. Yeah. Well, it, it wasn't even that for me. I, I didn't watch last season. I didn't like that. You can't. Uh, you can't kneel on the field if you want to kneel. You don't yeah, have to come out the locker room. Right. Yeah. Like that they, it was really weird. They were trying to play the fifty. So. I was like, the NFL was whack for that. So I was like, you know what? I can't rock with that. When I saw that they were backtracking, I was like, okay, they're moving in the right direction. They did some sort of donation last year, the year before, mm-hmm. with um, like to some kind of police um, police function. I was like, okay, that's what they're supposed to be doing. And then once they got rid of that rule, and to me, them uh, trying to pull in Jay-Z seems like what they're supposed to be doing at this point. It's a this business. Is, this is what I need the NFL to do. Okay, this is what I really need from the NFL. Okay, we're talking about Jay-Z. We're talking about social injustice. Mm-hmm. I need the NFL to not let a fucking game end in a tie. That's the stupidest shit I've ever heard in my life. No, like, okay, I don't care how long they got to be on the field. A game should never end in a tie. Okay, mm-hmm. somebody is a winner. Somebody is a loser. We are not equals on this battlefield. Can we Can we do something about that social injustice? No. Jigga? You right. stop ties? You want these niggas to play forever. I don't give a fuck how long it takes. Jesus. Hey, they don't want that nigga arm and leg to fall Winner off. Or as loser. long as it ended in 52 or to 53. Loser. That's fucked up. A game in and in the tie is ridiculous. You keep playing until somebody wins. Check this out. On the show, we do this segment called One Must Go. Okay. Hashtag Owen. No. Hashtag O-N-E-M-U-S-S-G-O. One Must Go. One Must Go. Some more. Monique. Ooh. Adele, Ooh. Melanie Camacho. Melanie Camacho. Damn, that was quick. Yeah, but whoa. That so, was, maybe I, maybe first of all, smiles, that was hurtful. Maybe she put smiles in Melanie's place then, shit. I mean, I'm just saying because it's the Queens and the Iron Who Man. Who was the fourth queen, I, though? I, it is crazy because I've met all of them. 
Who was the fourth the... wing that I missed, though? It's... Laura Hayes. Yeah. Miss Laura. Laura Hayes. Miss Laura. Yeah. Laura. I should, you know, I said that in Melody Camacho. Who the ball here, Lee? Lunel. I should have said Lunel. Lunel. You would have picked Lunel. Absolutely not. I would not have picked Okay, so fuck Melody. I'm sorry. No, I already answered your question. Uh, <laughs> don't be switching up, nigga. I, I, I try to. I, I already answered One must goals have to be difficult. It's the whole point. Mm-hmm. That was definitely difficult. But, I mean, you, you put three queens up against someone that was not included in that collective. But Melanie but, 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 but is a all, piece in her own right because she toured with Cat Williams. So she was a queen on that tour. But by all accounts, she was a. Melanie's a block shit. set of, uh, a base set of. Oh, yeah, that nigga shit. funny. Melanie's yeah. a shit. That nigga definitely What you funny. got? What you got, Ill friend? Um, I would have to go. Um, what was the list again? One more time. Some more Monique Adele, Melanie Camacho. Well, I was trying to get Lunell in there, but I would. I would say Monique goes. I will kick your ass. And the only reason why is I think I've enjoyed more, like volume wise, more of the other ladies' comments. That's that's the only reason. Get out. But I, you must go. But we pay. Let me talk about it. God you know what? I'm going to say some more, and this is why. Get out. Because some more. <laughs> no, I'm going to tell you why. Real quick, real quick. But you, but listen, when day. you hear it, you're going to understand. I think some more is the funniest out of all of them. I think that she, I think they're all like A's, and she's like an A-plus person. Mm. So some more. So is there, like, so is there a comedy goat? I think there's more than one. I think it's unfair to say that there is one. So you just answered my question with no, really. You is, there com- is there a, a comedy goat? Is, is there a superlative? Is there, the is, best. Is there is, is there, there a Michael Jordan of comedy? Is there I, a Michael Jordan so. of comedy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch basketball. He, he just, the he's just the greatest. So he. I thought LeBron was. Yeah. Okay, okay. You know what? I like that. Basketball. Like That's why the reference is. You, you can go. I yeah. like it though. <laughs> <laughs> and you got, got Newport. I, mean, I, I think that you know. I think that it's for me. I can't say that there is. This is the best of everyone. You know, because comedy again is subjective. But there are so many different types. You have observational mm-hmm. comedy. You know what I mean. You have like people that do the political satire stuff. There's so many different types. Like. For me, it's absolutely ridiculous to compare a Dave this. Chappelle to a Kevin Hart. Well, this is how I would do They're this. Two different types of comics. You your, your cub played 2K. I'm, I'm assuming. I don't know what the fuck he played. He played. He played the game. He though, played, right? he, he played the basketball. Fuck cut off. That's what happened. Hey, you know, sorry. That's, that's amazing. What was your question? That's amazing. It so, doesn't matter which question was. So, so with, with sports games, every player has what's called sliders. So agility. Speed, mm-hmm. jumping, mm-hmm. shooting, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? In football, you'll have agility, passing, running, catching. Mm-hmm. So look at each comedian as sliders. So Jay-Z, for me, has most of his sliders are closest to 100 for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, So if you look at somebody that has, encompasses a whole bunch of things, uh, observation, uh, a quick wit, uh, um, I don't know what other comedian breakdowns would be like. Or timing, timing, um, like time between punchlines, right? Depending I mean, on the yeah, audience, you see, know what I mean. Being able to adjust the audiences, right? Uh, I, th- I mean, I just, I don't think that's a fair, you know, like that's a fair, fair switch. And Dave Chappelle would go, but okay. I know Dave Chappelle is hands down uh, one of my favorites. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. He's he's one of the things that makes Dave so good is that he's an intellectual. And I think that's what makes a good comedian a great. That's what separates good from great. 
there are some people that are talented and there are some people that are gifted. Mm -hmm. Dave Chappelle is gifted. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that is like effortlessly, that is his purpose. That is what he is supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, there's just some people that, oh, they're funny and they're good some at Some niggas are good at comedic writing. And then that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Some people may be brilliant writers. Mm -hmm. But can't, but can't. But you get on stage right. and it's, it Mooney. doesn't work out. Who? Mooney. Paul Mooney who? Paul Mooney. Paul Mooney. No, that nigga's funny on stage. No, but but I think that he. Hold would, up. No, no, but, Paul but, Mooney what? Hold up. Oh, I, I get his point. Hold up. His no, point. we about to fight. I, I get his Paul point. Paul Mooney was great on stage, but he was even better. Right. I, I would agree. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's funny. I would agree. You know, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Neil 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 Brennan is funny, but he was a better writer. I hate y'all. Uh, <laughs> you you don't think Neil Neil Brennan is funny? I don't think you know what you're talking about. I, well, you tell me. Do you see? Do you, do you see the point I'm trying to make? Like, is some no, people have better writers. Let me think. <laughs> this you absolutely really, don't I've, make any sense whatsoever. You, you have. We just live okay. video recorded a trolling. I don't know if you've ever What's seen dude? Mike a Ep live trolling. Mike Epps to me. <laughs> Mike Epps to me is funnier acting than his stand. That nigga knew stand That's up fair, was funny. No, 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 no. He is good. He is good. But I'd rather see him acting. Than on, on stage. Hmm. There's some people that are better at one thing comedically than they are. Like, like some people are good at acting but not good at stand up. Some people are good at stand up but not good at acting. You hmm. know what I'm saying? Michael Blackson is good at stand up. I don't want to see him act. <laughs> not real straight. Like I don't want to see like he uh, just plays the same character on right, stage but, but sometimes he, in these right, movies. So whose podcast is this? Is your podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, like, if, How the fuck like, you gonna do that? Like, can, he, can you kick him out? Or, like, are we talking to have a meeting? Like, like, yeah, I think you gotta vote on it. I think it. he should go. And then uh, it's a secret handshake. Alright, we should. We but vote. we gotta. I'm, it's another. Oh. It's two other people. Because I'm gonna be in front of them. Oh, shit. She tried to survive. Because y'all probably gonna say all kinds of shit like five, ten years from now. I think Ty Davis is great at movies, but I don't think he's good at stand up. No, you can stand up, but you probably suck at movies. First of all, you live my life. Okay. You know what? I'm good at throwing these hands. Hey, yo, I, no, I don't want no trouble. I don't want no trouble. I don't want no trouble. Okay. You want the smoke? I bring fire. I don't want no trouble. Okay. I don't play, bro. You want this work no, or no? Yo, like, when I, a nigga start with the bros, when a nigga start with the bros, city girl at the same damn time. Like, oh give man, work, okay? I'm sorry. A country city girl. How you a country city do we want to do a smoking and drink before we get out of here? Um, I gotta go fuck some shit. I mean, uh, I gotta go to church. This episode is brought to you by <laughs> condoms and dick pills. What? That'd be L gas station gas station.dickpills.gasstationdickpills.gasstationdickpills.gasstationdickpills.gasstationdickpills.gasstationdickpills.gasstationdickpills.gasstationdickpills.gasstationdickpills.gasstationdickpills.gasstationdickpills.gasst
find out more about me. You okay. know, maybe maybe you guys don't know that. I'm sure that you guys have a, a large following. Just watch or eh, it's cool. Right. It's cool. Well, you know, it could whatever. Be better. It's a strong possibility there may be at least one or five or ten people that mm-hmm. have never heard of me before. So. You can find me in various uh, places, okay? I'm a stand-up comedian, I'm an actress, I'm a radio personality, I'm a writer and producer. My next comedy shows are Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, Friday and Saturday of next week. Four of which are in the West Coast, in Los Angeles, California, and then the rest are back here. But if you want to find out where they are, I post them on all of my social media. So on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, it's at Comedian Ty Davis, that's T-Y Davis, Uniform across the board. You can Google me, Comedian Ty Davis. You can go to ComedianTyDavis.com. Google is a flex. You can go to my YouTube channel. It is a flex. I'm Googleable now. Boom on these hoes. I worked hard for that. Uh, uh, uh. Um, you can go to my YouTube channel, uh, Comedian Ty Davis. Maybe you want to check and see. If you've never seen my stand-up, I have a couple stand-up clips there. Um, I have my new podcast that started August the 11th. It's on Anchor. Uh, the link is in my bio on Instagram, anchor.fm forward slash Ty Davis. It's also available on Apple and Google Podcasts. Breaker and Pocket Cast as well. And it's each and every Sunday, unfiltered, uncensored. That's where you can find me. And Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern Time on DTLR Radio. Your fashion, your lifestyle. You can download the free mobile Wait app in your Nobody phone. Nobody paid for that. Nobody hey, the, the, paid for that. Y'all want me to come here? Oh, this that's free right. app. That's a That's why you can't do stuff with niggas. All right, so. You download the app, or if you're in any of the 250 stores across the country, 19 states and the District of Columbia, you can hear me from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Download the app. So you can find me in a number of places. If you have cable, go to Comedy Central On Demand. I'm mm-hmm. on season three, Heart of the City. That's Kevin just funny. Hart presents, That's just funny. Uh, there. And, yeah, and I have some exciting new things that are in the works, lots of shows and stuff coming up. So follow the journey and, and see what happens. Is there anything... Um, Exciting coming up for you that you can talk about. I know there, there, there's most likely something you can. Is there something you can talk about that's coming up that niggas might not know? I don't like to count my chickens, my eggs before they hatch. I don't like to do that. Fuck that. Um, crack them bitches. Nah, because oh, wow. then you crack them bitches and then they be like, what happened to the shit? What I mean, what I will say is that the newest venture that I have. Well, I, I mean, I guess I can I can go ahead and say this. Uh, the graphics and everything aren't out yet. You ready? Um, first? but uh, I will be making my debut in uh, comedy in New York. Word. I'll just say that I'll, hmm. I'll be in New York uh, in October. Uh, I'm Venue? making my debut. I had you don't get it all. Ah, um, oh, good. Um, I'm making my debut at the Laugh Factory Comedy Club in oh. Los Angeles, California. Chocolate Sundays, one of the hottest shows. Oh, that's. Uh, yeah. I'll be at Laugh Factory on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ha Ha Comedy Club, uh, the Comedy Union. Uh, yeah, I'm out here. So. But I'm making my New York debut. I've never performed in New York. I've worked there as far as like radio and media coverage and shit like that, but never done stand up there. So, New York, I'm coming in October. Before you go, mm-hmm. what do you think about these these IG slash Vine comedians? I think that they have a talent and a gift in that arena. Mm-hmm. Uh, the internet comic like is a genre as well. Like I don't fuck with that. Like, not in a sense that I think I'm better than it. I don't have that gift. I don't have the patience. Like and people is. need to respect the craft of the internet comic because the angles and the editing and the software that they're using to put that shit together. Mm-hmm. I got mad earlier trying to download a fucking video into Dropbox and I threw my goddamn phone across the room. So, 
Um, that is not my gift, but that is a genre that needs well, the respect. You were sitting there. I, 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 I like that answer. Right? I like that answer. You sending, but you sending the Dropbox to Young Leroy down the I waiting. think the internet comic. Um, I think sometimes people confuse the internet comic with the stand-up, mm -hmm. and they are two totally separate genres. Just like you have sketch comedy, you have the internet comic, you have the stand-up comic, you have the comedic actor. So everybody and has their own writer. place Shout in their own genres. Mm -hmm. So, um, but I, I respect what those kids do. The mm -hmm. ability to push out that kind of con that takes discipline that takes commitment i do not have time to sit eight to ten hours a day recording videos i i i, I just can't i'd rather write jokes for eight to ten hours a day instead of doing videos i, I just can't i get frustrated with technology so they they're talented and that i can't do that shit right but they ain't the only ones that went viral because my clip on comedy central did go it viral. definitely got a million 1.7 on Facebook, 2.5 million on Instagram. I actually watched it like three, four times. Talk about it. Talk about it. We're going to minimize my shit. We flexing. We're going to retweet that today. Yeah, he's trying to minimize my views. I know, nigga. Because you think I'm a whore. No. Really quick. I'm quick. Fuck it. I quit. Yo, really quick. On At the airport yesterday, or day before yesterday, I wore my Baltimore versus y'all horse shirt. Mm -hmm. out shout out Harvey Dent. That's the guy. Yeah, if you don't get it from Baltimore versus y'all horse.com, you got a bootleg. Oh. Yeah, y'all niggas be having oh. the weird, like the weird fonts. Oh. So they got a bootleg. She said, I didn't know they was bootlegging. Yo, they got the yeah. They got I, the, I just saw somebody with a shirt on today. I was uh, like, why? Well, look at the verses. Point. A lot of times the verses, like the the bars, don't be there yeah. on the verses. Oh. Or if they not there, they chunky. It's if weird. Don't get it from and Harvey. then I saw somebody wearing it um, at the Hall of Fame. And that was yeah. it was official. That was, that was official. official. Oh, okay. yeah. 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 All right. Shout out Harvey Dent, good peoples. Yeah, hundred percent. Is that the guy um, Two Face from Batman? Yeah, but that's, that's where he got the DJ name. DJ Harvey Dent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, DJ. Yeah, And he make these. This is dope. Fuck, fuck Donald Trump. I mean, but if you think about it, you're still wearing Donald Trump on you, so. Baltimore versus y'all whores. It's not disrespect. But you still wear Donald Trump. I think, but if, if you, I was younger, you'd like me better. Nah, I, I promise you, you I wouldn't. <laughs> it is 100% certain that I would not like anything about you if you were 22. Jesus Christ. <laughs> She's like, good with hackers. I hate the white like, Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, I be you sure? Okay, you want to be looking you know directly I mean? into the beat down. I'm gonna yeah. just look away. I don't want to see a nigga get beat I'm not, up. Listen, I'm I can't. I'm not a good. It. I don't shoot the dozens real good, so I'm not even gonna play that game. Fuck Yo, <laughs> yeah. no, I ain't gonna lie. When you and Red Dot was going at it, that was funny. I fried Red Dot. Yeah, that was that was. Yeah, shout out Red Dot. Yeah, shout out. Oh, he hosted um the African American Festival. I think it's this week or next week coming up. Um, not, not, I think it's. I don't know if it's the Afro. Yeah, it late. was some festival he he either hosted last right, week or this week coming up. Oh. Going to <laughs> as we as we as we as we wrap up. Okay, so your social media one more time. Comedian Todd Davis on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uniform across the board. Comedian Todd Davis .com, YouTube, all that. All right, man. I am LFAM790, your social media this choice. AKA the R. Anderson Podcast, AKA Captain Broadband, or AKA Brutal Phillips, AKA Ficky the Dragon Steamboat, AKA Chino Santana, AKA Pod Shampire, God's Favorite Podcast, the AKA Potty Potty Pipe from here to podcast, Chew Bubblegum. And I'm all out of Dentine Nights and my tag team partner. Before I get into myself, and I love getting into myself. Yeah, that's gay. <laughs> I can't be gay if I'm in myself. It's hey. a man in you. It's G E I G H. Okay. Um, <laughs> Where's Buffy.com? Where's Buffy.com? Where's Buffy.com? Where's Buffy.com? Why do y'all call it that? 
Nigga, listen to the show. At Wiz Buffy on Twitter. At Wiz Buffy on Instagram. Nah, it's Buffy. Fat Boys. Two Fat Boys. Oh, Buff. Right, I get it. Cool buff luck. All right, go ahead. Do you your thing. Up my outro. I mean, that's how I felt when you interrupted my shit. You don't. I didn't interrupt your shit. You definitely did. What I said. Keep going. Focus. Let's go. That's Pick up where you left off. Let's go. Boom, boom. Let's go. How you doing this to me? Because that's just how you build your chops in show business. Wait a minute. Take one. Go. Where's Buffy.com? Speak up. They can't hear you. Sir, where's Buffy.com? With confidence. We're going to zoom in on your part in a second. Where's Buffy.com? Where's Buffy.com? Right, where's Buffy, <laughs> <laughs> Buffy on Instagram. Add Where's Buffy on Twitter. Where's Buffy on Facebook? Discussion oh, group. Cool. Listen, at Where's Buffy, all in your grandmother's part. Wait. <laughs> but she out of somewhere. Listen, I'm Fatboy Diz. Fatboy underscore Diz on Instagram. Fatboy underscore Diz on Twitter. The fuck are you knowing? Yo, this is mad rude on the show. Like, Christ. we're rude to each other, bro. Get out with you. Tuesday, you know. The most finger waviest is not the genre, it's the Yo, penis. Johnny Cochran, if the glove don't fit, I will not hit. I'm not a normal nigga. I smoke cigars and use rubbers. And sometimes I interrupt people unorthodoxically. That is 100% of work. That is 100% of work now. It's 100%. It just came out. Listen, thank you guys for inviting me. Do you know how long we've been trying to do this? Since January. Actually, Well, I hit you in December. You're supposed to come in January, and you. I wasn't supposed to do anything but stay black and die. But continue. My nigga, and and then hit me on Thursday. Like I ain't gonna make the mile. Well, because I'm a businesswoman. Okay, Mm -hmm. and And while I love the opportunity, I love the opportunity to to talk to other people and all of that. But what I wasn't about to do is turn down money for something for free. So. But I, I am I'm not here this week. It's so. all good. No, no, you no, just no, trying to make it seem like I ain't no, shit. No, fam, I'm just saying. Well, you, well, you get, if you it took want, you months to book me, bro. Uh oh. Nigga, hey, you too busy. Cause and, I'm then, and, then, and then she did. So, can we tell a story? No. Real quick, before you go. Right. So, we went to book a uh, Baltimore comedian. Comedian. Okay. Give a name. Her name? Name it. She's famous. Who is it? Her name is famous. She's, she's hilarious. She's Her hilarious. Name is famous. She's okay. pretty hilarious. You so, try to book a comedian for what? For the show. For this show? Yeah. And so, okay. So I hit her manager, and the dude was like, yeah, she's excited to come on your show. I'm like, that's what's up. And then um, she, then she did, she opened up for a way bigger comedian, mm-hmm. and I never could get in contact with her. That mm-hmm. is how it goes. Time this is strong possibility you niggas will never be able to reach out to me again. I'm just playing. I listen. Hey, what you did? But hold up, though. No, no, time out. When you did hard in the city, I'm like, it's a wrap. It just, nah, I, mean, I thought it happened again. I swear I did, to you, I, I thought it happened again. I did. I did. I did too. Now, I mean, I'm I'm still here. I mean, I'm not out of yeah. here. You know what I mean? No, no, no. But when you did, I said, yeah, it's, it's gonna happen. No, that's another it. comedian. Like we knew it. Blew up one hour. Yeah, we we like <laughs> damn. We missed another one. Nah, I mean, nah, nah, nah. I'm, I'm not now. It would, but again, it took so long because of the scheduling. You know yeah, what I mean? No, no. I was like, fuck, I got a show and. Like, if somebody would hit me, like, hey, yo, Ty, I need you to do something. I'm like, ah, shit. You know what I mean? Like, no, I'm no, not no, turning no, down no, the bag. No, no, no. You right. know what? Fuck this. And we already had that previous offer. But I told you. Which is why I hit you, like, five times this week. But I hit you today. Nigga, you coming? That's why I got to a certain point today. I was like, you know what? If somebody hit me, I'm not taking on work. Like, hey, we still doing this? We appreciate it. Yeah, 100%. We absolutely appreciate you coming through. Thank you for having me. Listen. Anytime you need niggas to retweet, put out folks on what you're doing. Let us know mm-hmm. anytime you feel like coming back. Wide open, that is what we do, man. Oh, Where's Buffy? At Where's Buffy on all social media, man. Holla at niggas, man. Adrian Brona, take us out, dude. I don't know what that means. The uh, gang, gang. If I don't fuck with you, they don't fuck with you. Well, I think it's their choice, isn't it? Man, gang, gang. You're, you know what that means? <laughs>
Gang, gang, take the air out of lover. It's over, brother.